Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Inside the one o'clock hour, my last hour on the fan this early morning, but fret not. A five hour KM to AM is loading up for 7 PM. I'll see you later tonight. Correction from earlier. And I do this all the time. I always misspeak, man. There's always something I know so I know there's definitely times where people hear me say something that I didn't mean to say, and they're like, this guy's an idiot. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, I think I told you a couple weeks ago that I was referring to Deron Payne as campaign. Just like sports brain. Like, Deron Payne is a defensive tackle for the Washington Commanders. Campaign is a forward for the Phoenix Suns. It's just a name thing. But this isn't a name thing. When I did my Tell Me Something Cool, no, I'm burnt, man. I'm burnt out, bro. What other segments do I have here at WFAN? Not tell me something cool. Casamigos Big Shot. When I did my Casamigos Big Shot, I said that DJ Stewart had the game-winning hit. He had the game-winning hit by pitch. It wasn't a hit. We watched it in here. I literally walked in uh, going into the 10th inning, and they loaded up the bases, and I rolled his Chapman, you know. Rolled his Chapman. He's going he's gonna to hit some guys. He's going to blow the game. But DJ Stewart did have that big homer in the second inning. Uh, I just wanted to correct myself on that. But shout out to DJ Stewart. I love what he had to say after the game. He wants to be here. His family likes New York. This is a guy that I told you turned it on when he was playing against the Yankees. Yankees didn't want him. But why shouldn't the Mets bring him back? Why shouldn't the Mets potentially have him back next year, in camp next year at least? I think it'll happen. Eddie's in Birmingham. What's up, man? You're on the fan. Eddie, yeah, yeah, you're live. Oh, you got it. You got not it. from Birmingham, but from Birmingham. Well, that's fine. How oh, you doing? It's, I don't know. It says Birmingham on Birmingham. No. 
It no worries. It really says Bing R M. I'm going to my spelling now out here. <laughs> yeah, Rami, get it together, bro. Hey, listen, I don't, I don't want to get the screener in trouble. He already put me from what I was saying when I said J.D. Davis to DJ. Uh, so he helped me out already. I'm, I'm not trying to put him on blast, you know? No, I'm going to put him on blast. Do better. <laughs> Fine. Listen, I will say this. What you said before when you were talking about um, the Yankees, I'm a Yankees fan. I went to the game tonight. It was amazing. I know you were talking about him before. I mean, he hit two home runs. He caught that ball with his back to the wall. He got hit by a pitch. He, he did everything tonight. That is incredible. First time over at that stadium. Shout out to my mom. I went to go, go with her because she's a Mets fan. Her name is yeah. Donna. Shout out to Donna. Um, they avoid the but, sweep, and he was the player of the game. So, yep. Right. It, it, it really was a, a show, you know? And I guess, you know, on that point, there are people who can't really afford to get those crazy tickets, but right now they can actually buy them. I got the 100 section, could never normally afford it before. I had a great time with my mom. I yes, haven't seen her that, in a while, and we got to have a great time. So sometimes bad things can be a That is a positive. Thing, you know? that, that is a plus. That if you did want to go to a game this season and you've been holding out and waiting, and, you know, the teams mathematically aren't out of it yet, but the season's over. Right. The math is mathing when you go look at those seats. The season ticket holders (laughs) and some of the people that can't stomach it are selling their seats for a lot cheaper than they would have been if these teams were in contention. And there are plenty of people like myself who will definitely be very happy to oblige for that. And what I will say from what you said before, you can be a Yankees fan diehard and also be a radio host. It only makes sense. You You can tell it like it is while still also being a fan. And if everybody has a problem with that, that's their problem. I, I think it's, I mean, I think it's for the best that I don't lie and I don't come on here and like, I don't know. I, right. I, I couldn't do that. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep at night knowing that I came here and sold you something that I didn't believe. Like I, I, my open tonight, I literally said, I'm like, I'm sorry to rain on the parade, but I just, I see through all of this and I'm upset, man. I'm looking at so many teams that are better than the Yankees that I didn't think were better than the Yankees. And the Yankees have to do these little things to uh, make the fan base feel some type of joy, but it, it's it's too little too late. It's putting lipstick on a pig. Well, that's exactly right. You know, you can't show me rain clouds and tell me it's going to be sunny today. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm over it. Uh, that's what I said. I, excuse me for still living in the season that we're currently in. I'm not all the way on to 2024. I'm still processing the fact that they wasted a season of my life, and it didn't have well, to go well, this way. One last question off topic, but, you know, you got your son now. Why did you name him Jackson? I never found the answer. My wife. My wife. My wife. I didn't. I really don't even know. I think we there was this app where you could swipe left or right on names. So I was okay. playing that little game with her. Um, my middle initial is J. His middle initial is K. So KJ, she flipped that for JK. And Jackson, I think it, it sounds... Pretty good with McPherson, Jackson McPherson. Uh, my wife came up with it. She, she's she's it, the. Uh, it definitely sounds good. It's like a legacy. And then also, I don't know if you heard this before because I listened to to Tiki as well. He's also a king. So you and your son both have king in their name. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna inherit everything that I've done. He's the uh, heir to my throne. I I hope he's something. I'm working on him every day. <laughs> well, Keith, you're always the best. Good to talk to you, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Eddie. Yeah, Jackson King McPherson. I'm Keith Justin McPherson. My mom came up with that. Uh, I think my mom said there was a guy named Keith that she had a crush on in school. Never really told my dad that. (laughs) 
And then, you know, all the girls had a crush on me in school. See how life works out? <laughs> uh, so Jack, my boy Jack, I don't even call him. It's funny. I don't even call him Jackson. I call him Jack-a-man. Big Jack-a-man, man. He's huge. He's he's a big boy. And uh, he looks like his mom, acts like his dad. I can't wait for y'all to see him. I'm working on him. My biggest flex, my biggest achievement every day. I went home last night, and I sped home. Boom. I got home in 25 minutes, like 30 minutes. And um, I, I was mad at my wife because we have the Nanit system and the iPad, and obviously I also have the app on my phone where, like, I can see my boy right now. Like, I can look right now on my phone and see him in his crib. And I'm always motoring home to him. See, and this right now, see, of course, I do this while I'm live on air. It says, fell asleep 21 minutes ago. So then if I go back and look in the app, I can see what was going on 21 minutes ago. But I was I was low-key mad at my wife, but I'm never mad at my wife because she's she's a great mom and she's doing all this for the, the first time as well. And I'm never mad at my wife because she, she saw the king in me. She saw the potential in me from college believed in me more than some of my own family did. So I'm never really mad at my wife. But when I pulled up yesterday, I come upstairs and I hear my, my boy just, not, not crying, but doing just a little, ah, ah, ah. Like, you know, babies make their little sounds. And it's like 2.30. And I'm, I go in the room and I check the iPad and the volume is turned all the way down. And since I'm awake... And, and you know, the way that it's worked since I came back from my paternity leave almost three months ago, I'm, I'm wide awake in, in the night when I drive home and I just hosted a show. And I don't I don't want to wake my wife up because she's back to work and she's got to get on calls and meetings or, you know, she went in into her job today. Like she goes into the office and the boy wakes up at 545 ish, 6 a.m. every day. And she usually taking over for me then and then she's got to get to work or whatever. So I don't I don't trip off that. But. My my first thought was like, yo, how are you sleeping in here with him sleeping in his room? And I know you could hear him if he's screaming really loud, crying really loud. But like, don't be sleeping with the iPad volume down. You need to be able to hear what's going on. I'm in the city doing my job. Like, bro, watch my kid. And like, if you're passed out, how are you going to hear if he's choking or if he's, I don't know. These are just paranoid minds you have when you're a parent and. It's early. It's gotten better. I know in the beginning it was hectic. I I thank God that humans are made to like similar to like computers that you could set up to like erase memory so that you never get your storage too full. Like the human brain is set up to erase. Like I have already forgotten some of the crazy nights, some of the wild nights where my son was waking up every like hour, every 90 minutes, screaming, pissing, dumping bugging out, kicking me where I had no sleep. I wasn't on WFAN. Honestly, I had some, like, it took me like three weeks. The first three weeks was hard because my wife was recovering from the C-section. So I was thrusted into like, yo, you've never changed the diaper, never made a bottle, never dealt with a, a small human like this. There's nothing you could Google. There's nothing to prepare you. We did actually go seek outside help with like a, a nanny and a night nurse but in the beginning it was just me bro and it was crazy like i try to tell dudes now like first thing that cry get used to that cry where it can't affect you because when i first heard 
my son cry in the delivery room. I cried tears of joy. It was just a, a wild feeling to be like, he lives, he exists. Like, like you hear that first cry outside of the womb and it's like, that's my boy. And then they like, let me come around and see him before my wife could see him. I just was a mess. Like, just like ha so happy. But like that, that cry, you got to, you know, separate it in your mind once you get home because all they do is cry. They can't talk. And not every cry is the same cry. There's a I'm hungry cry. There's a I need my diaper change cry. There's soothe me, just hold me cry. There's I'm just crying to test my lungs and, you know, become, you know, test my vocal cords. And, you know, it's funny now. I, I, I say to my boy now when he's crying, sometimes I'm like, you're putting on a show, bro. I'm not beat. You can't get me anymore. It's been months now. Like, I got away. It took me three weeks. I hit this wall where I spiraled. Also, another, like, word of advice. Don't try and caffeine it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you do have to sleep. Sleep when the baby is asleep. In the beginning, they don't, it's like they never sleep. But then it changes and they evolve. But I tried to caffeine my way through it with, like, hot coffee, iced coffee, energy drinks. And there were some nights where, like, the baby was sleeping and I couldn't fall asleep because I was so wired. And that's counterproductive because then the sun's going to rise and you still got to, you know, do your thing and take it. I just, I was spiraling. I, I thought I made a mistake. I'm like, I don't think this was the right time. I stepped out of the radio. I remember that I wanted to be on the radio here at WFAN during that Devil's Rangers series so bad. And I'm listening to all these different guys fill in here. I'm listening to all these different hosts, you know, take Sal Licata's spot because Sal moved up into the nighttime spot. I'm hearing all these different people essentially getting to try out like I tried out. And, you know, I'm human too. I'm like, man, maybe I made a mistake having a kid right now. You know, maybe they're getting, you know, these guys ready to like take over. I'm like, I got to come back and kill it. I got to come back and reclaim my spot. Like maybe it wasn't the right time to have a kid, but I don't feel that way anymore. And I thank God that like human beings are wired to erase those memories. Now every day is great. It's challenging still. Like bro is still going to spit spit up his formula he's still gonna drool now my son's in this licking stage he licks everything that gets within a, a inch of his mouth i'm like bro you gotta chill because you're gonna lick something that you're not gonna like but i know you're using all your senses to learn and become and it, and it's great to see him smile and laugh and you know everybody in my family and friends are like nobody gets him more geeked up than keith like he like he sees Keith and he he hits this other level of like he makes these sounds like he goes over. I call these runs. He's just like <laughs> he gets he gets so excited for me and I got like I got little raps for him and songs for him and I call him the Jackaman. I don't call him Jackson. I'm like Big Jackaman. What's up? You ready to eat? And uh, it's it's a it's a wild experience. It's a crazy feeling for me. So you know that that's a part of me that really you know you don't get too much on the radio i post pictures here and there on my social media so that you guys know like i'm a whole dad now and like when i leave here i'm i'm going home to my baby and when he wakes up in the morning i'm making sure that like even when my wife is on it i'm getting out of the bed like you good see good his bottles are made everything's taken care of like i'm holding it down because i understand like I'm working on him, and I'm going to release him into the world one day, and he's going to be a man one day, and he's going to be a good man. I'm going to see to it. So 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the sports conversation, but it can't be all sports. It can't be all Yankees and Brian Cashman and the kids and the Mets and Pete Alonzo being traded. Like Sometimes you need a little bit of life mixed in. Sometimes you need a little bit of behind the scenes so you know 
who you're listening to so you understand where your host is coming from and, you know, a little bit about who I am in my life. I try to put little things in there from my past, but in my current, in my present, when I'm not here, I'm a dad, bro, all day, every day. I'm pushing a kid around in a stroller. I'm making bottles. I'm changing diapers. I'm, I'm watching Bluey. And not for nothing, if you guys don't know what Bluey is, like Bluey is actually a pretty good show for kids. So I enjoy it. They, they have some hum- humor in there for adults. But Dewey is out in Astoria on the fan. Hello, Dewey. Hey, how you doing, Keith? Uh, great, enjoy great. Kids. Enjoy your kids. I got two girls, uh, 18 and 25. God bless five. you, man. New appreciation for parents that just, like, you got two and you raised them to be adults. And you, I'm sure you still went to work and handled your business and did everything. So props to you. I'm working right now. I work overnight so I could uh, go to all the sporting events and everything like that. Good and dad. Sure yep. Thank you. Just calling about, I want to get your opinion on this uh, Nebraska volleyball they get over ninety thousand people. I know you mentioned it earlier. And yeah. Sold those tickets. They sold those tickets for. They went originally twenty five dollars each for adults, a little cheaper for kids. But then they got up to like forty, fifty dollars. Up some tickets up to four hundred. But supposedly they made over two million dollars, and they they netted two million gross over one million. And these girls that participated, they don't get anything, you know. And everybody talks about women's sports doesn't generate revenue they finally do and they don't they're not getting anything what do you think yeah i would hope that there's some type of nil deal where these girls get taken care of through some type of business or company now that that exists you know that you know before nil they definitely wouldn't get anything but there should be some type of endorsement deal and and the school should be able to put that money back into something where those girls do benefit from it because this was a spectacle I'll tell you one thing. They're not going to ever have that many people in there to watch football. Um, no, 92,000, over 92,000. Yeah, it broke the record. I think I'm reading an article before. It said 91,648 91, was the record set on April 22nd. Barcelona, Spain, and that was Champions League match between FC Barcelona and Wolfsburg. So, like, we're talking about foreign, like, we're talking about football, women in another country. This has never happened in the United States. And like you said, there they were. They said there was some tickets for, like, five, but then it went up to 25. And, like, they cashed out yeah. on this. Those girls definitely deserve a cut. Um, and I think they'll do something to hook up, like, I don't yeah, know, the their, their equipment or their, their training facility or something. Every school that came in got 50000 but that goes to their traveling expenses. Which is is nothing, you know. To be honest, which is oh, at yeah. the end of it. The other you're saying the other school that came in to compete against them. I think they played Omaha. There was, th- there was four. There was actually four schools. So it was an exhibition. So it was like a like a round robin exhibition. So it was. Four oh, okay. Schools. Yeah, I see. Um, yeah, the other three schools got fifty thousand each just for travel and expenses. But you know that's, that's nothing. If they made like, you said they yeah. made two million. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like. I know that women's sports doesn't usually generate a lot of money, but it's starting to now. The WNBA is actually starting to pick up in fans and stuff like that. But they got to do something for the girls. Yeah, and I think they will. Thank you for the call. Props to you, Dewey, for being a good father to your little girls. I think, uh, you know, we're in a time now where they're, 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 those girls are going to they're gonna benefit from that, for sure. There's NIL and there's loopholes and there's ways. The NCAA used to just rob all of these kids. Like, if you're watching the Johnny Manziel Untold on Netflix, like, 
They 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 talk about how they started cashing out on Johnny Manziel because back then you really couldn't. I mean, when I was in college, I knew it was wrong. I remember doing a, a critical discourse. I had a class called Critical Discourse. I remember doing this whole like dissertation on like why it's wrong that like we're we're paid in 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 room and board. Like my my dorm room sucks, and I split it with three other guys, and I, I have a meal plan. Which like I'm only allowed to use in certain times. When I went to JMU, they had this thing called a punch system, which was so dumb. You get like two punches a day. I don't even want to talk about it. It was so stupid. It's like I should just I should food should be unlimited. And I think they actually did that before they got to NIL, right? Because they they just didn't want to give up any money. They didn't want to actually, you know, go into the business side of things. They they originally told these kids like, oh yeah, you can eat for free on campus or whatever. Like, oh thanks, I can un- unlimited food. Well, like, that doesn't help me if I'm a poor kid from the inner city going to college and my parents can't send me anything. I literally don't have two nickels to rub together. Let's go to Thomas in Hackettstown, New Jersey, on the fan next up. What's up, Thomas? Hey, Keith. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Keith, i got to be honest. I just left work. We have a restaurant in Hackettstown, and I'm like, I want to listen to some sports, and i got to be up early. And all of a sudden, you're talking about your kids, and it put a smile to my face, and, I, and my whole mood changed. Good. And good. I remember I got I, I got a four-year-old, and my wife had a C-section, and, um, you know, like, she had her in December, and it's a very, very busy time for us. I had to get right back to work, and my poor wife had no help for, you know, a couple days, recovering with the baby, then the baby's getting up, and, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, it's thrill. hard. It's a challenge. You, it's... you know, and I had... I was actually, I was in the hospital and I changed her diaper because my wife was so out of it. Yep. I got to be there a couple of days with her and um, I put it on backwards. I didn't know. <laughs> like you said, you don't know what to do. Yeah, the straps, the straps got to go behind them and you strap it forward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you so, look, they, you know. a lot of them say front or have like a little, um, a little indicator for when they pee. So you got to, you got to look for that too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know either. I literally, the first, the first night in the hospital, which my, my wife is stuck in the bed. I literally have to help my wife out of the bed to use the bathroom. But the first yeah. night in the uh-huh. hospital, my son was born at 2.04 p.m. And the first night in the yeah. hospital, the nurses are coming in and they're changing yeah. him and they're feeding him. And I literally told them, like, like you can, you can stop. Like, you can show me how to do it once. And I'll take over yeah. because I'm gonna have to do this anyway. I'm not gonna sit back and let you guys keep doing it. And and that helped me. That was, you know, me being oh, proactive, yeah, saying, sure. uh, you know, show me how to flip this diaper. They had the little Similac like bottles, like plastic bottles, all yeah. ready to go. I was using uh-huh. those, and yeah. uh, you know, even learn how to burp the baby. I had one of the nurses show me like sure. how to burp the baby. It was it's it's a wild experience. I, I'm. I'm still blown away that like I did that this year. My wife did that this year. Like we actually took uh, that well, step. Well, congratulations to both of you. And I see your picture on Instagram. And you're a great dad. You're doing a great job. Thank you, sir. Appreciate the call. Yeah, you know, just mixing in some life things, especially it's one twenty-five in the morning. Like we can't go on and on. Pete Alonzo, if if he's the one in the clubhouse. You know, like it's just like how like you guys listen to a fan all day, like me, like <laughs> I've been trying to take little breaks. <laughs> I'm not even gonna really get into it. Like, yo, where's Craig Carter, bro? <laughs> Evan, come back. Tiki's in Japan. 
Like, oh my goodness. Now all Craig does is talk about the Cowboys anyway. <laughs> yeah. I don't really get to to uh, watch Craig's show because like, I'm usually asleep at the time. And I'm like, not for nothing. I'm not checking for, like, love Uncle Craig. Craig is, is cool. But, like, I'm not going to my, I'm not going to Craig for my, like, sports conversations. I know we'll have, like, Victor Cruz or Plaxico Burris or Greg Jennings with him. Uh, what did he say the other day? I was watching his show and it pissed me off. Oh, Caleb Williams from USC. Obviously, everyone knows Caleb Williams, Heisman Trophy winner. He's probably going to be the number one overall pick if he decides to go to the NFL because he's saying right now it's not a guarantee. I might stay here in he's LA. He's making enough money. Like I'm we a millionaire about. already. Yeah. I'm super rich. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to the Cardinals. But, yeah, I heard Craig say, oh, who cares? They're playing a Division three school. Craig, they're they're not playing a, they're playing San Jose State. What are you talking about? You can't do that on national television. Just like Jimmy Garoppolo went to San Jose State. Have you watched Colin Cowherd? <laughs> I know. Yeah, actually, you can. Colin Cowherd is the worst. That Dwayne Haskins thing. That just like not only was that bad, it just it rubbed me the wrong way. Like we're talking about someone deceased, and you have a graphic made of like quarterbacks that can't win. Oh, come on, bro. That's terrible. Do your job. Like, at least prep a little bit. And if you don't prep a little bit, like, at least look over some things. Right, to know, and if like, you see it, don't say it out loud. Like, notice the mistake, even if it was a producer who made the mistake. I guess he didn't know. I read something online that, like, he, he doesn't like to talk about death ever. So when someone passes, like, I guess he didn't cover... Uh, Kobe? I mean, I had to speak on that. I remember being with John Boy and the John Boy media guys, and this is in the infancy of of John Boy Media's Bronx office, and I was doing some stuff for John Boy, building out all their social channels and YouTube channels and behind-the-scenes stuff. And I remember people saying to John Boy, because John Boy didn't want to talk about Kobe. He didn't, he, John Boy's another one that doesn't really, you know, he didn't want to really talk about death. But people were like, you're a sports outlet. You're supposed to talk about it. And they they just they just didn't talk about it. But then I stepped up to do it because I was doing talking nets under John Boy, and I'm like, no, we we need to speak on this. Like, <laughs> we can't, like, uh, this is Kobe Bryant. I'm and like, the Nets had that game with the Knicks, right? Where they, that was the first Kyrie game played. Didn't, yep. Kyrie didn't go to the game because he heard the news. And I'm like, I can speak to it. I'm a Kobe guy. Like, Kobe affected my life, the Mamba mentality, all of that. Like, I watched Kobe's whole career from, you know, going to prom with Brandy, Lower Mary, and going into the league. Like, like, I, I, like I can speak to it. If you guys want to like you know sidestep it but i remember the criticism of like oh if john boy media is trying to be a media outlet and cover sports you got to cover all sports and they're like no nah, we're we're baseball fans we talk about baseball we don't have to talk about this i'm like well i definitely will colin cowherd made that mistake he's made a bunch of mistakes it's funny he he also endor- endorsed trey lance i think trey lance might have been dating his daughter or, or went on a couple dates with his daughter i heard something like she's that, fine yeah. she's definitely a bad one she's definitely a little baddie colin you got got a tough one on your hands with that one. I hope I don't have a daughter. I think I'm gonna have another kid so that my son's not an only child. Hopefully, it's another boy. We got the name ready. If it's another boy, I'm not gonna put it out there in the universe. But I hope it's another boy because I don't know how to do the. I don't know having a, a son is hard enough. But yeah, Colin Colin Cowherd's daughter. Go Google that. She's 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 not bad looking. And I think Trey Young or Trey Young, <laughs> uh, Trey Lance. <laughs> Trey Lance dated her, so when he got drafted, Colin Cowherd from his house put out this whole video like, yep, this is it. This is the pick. They got it right. Trey Lance, he's got the size, athleticism. Womp, womp, womp. How'd that work out? That that actually was like 
one of the worst. Like, that's worse than taking Mitchell Trubisky. Um, they gave up a lot to get Trey Lance, and then they traded him for a fourth-round pick to Dallas. Dallas, like, I shake my head at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, he, he comes there. He puts on a number 15 jersey, and the Cowboys are posting him on Instagram. And the first thing I write on their Instagram is, stop the propaganda, please. Stop. Trey Lance is not going to help the team this year. There's a meme that was out there that says Jerry Jones probably thinks he's Patrick Mahomes because he's wearing number 15 in the headband. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying that, oh, he wants to be Patrick Mahomes so bad. They're like, yeah, he could play Patrick Mahomes in a, in a Lifetime movie. All right, well, I got all Yankees calls. Edgar, Joe, Phillip, the rest of y'all got to wait. Edgar, Joe, Phillip, you guys will be next. We got to take this break. We're in the halfway point of my last hour. This is your boy KM, Keith McPherson on the fan. KM to 2 a.m. returns right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. New York City! Down here in Tribeca at the Fan, Rami Lobby producing the show. Marco on the updates. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host here, taking you through the conversation that Yankee fans are having, Mets fans are having, sports fans are having in the greatest city in the world. I had to correct myself again. And I'm going to do that because I know I misspeak and I say things. I remember earlier in the show, you might not have been listening, I don't know, three hours ago. But I blanked on who Tony Romo's partner is on CBS. And I said it out loud, but then I Googled it, and, and I was correct. It's Jim Nance. I don't know what we were talking about then. <laughs> Excuse me. Should have used the cough button there. Um, I think we were talking about football. And, oh, I was talking about how I love Hard Knocks. I love Mic'd Up, NFL Films Mic'd Up. I love hearing the banter 
the trash talk, the conversation on the sidelines and in between the lines between players. Because when you're watching a game on TV, you're listening to Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Uh, they're all right. Romo, Romo's first year. I remember, I remember literally Romo's first year. I was like, he is not Nostradamus. He's also not correct all the time. He is just an NFL quarterback articulating the game like an NFL quarterback should. And you saw as the years went on and he got a little further from playing yeah, that, and being familiar with the teams exactly. and the offenses. That wore off. It wore off. But I thought he reinvented himself a little bit in the, this past season and got No better. knocks at, yeah. on Romo. Ro- great for Romo. Romo went and, and got the bag. I, I mean, excellent. Uh, this is a guy that went to Eastern Washington. This is a guy that was, uh, you know, playing at the level that Trey Lance was playing, the level that I went to school and played, 1AA, which is now FCS. And he became the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And then he parlayed that into uh, making more, if not around the same money, to do TV. So shout out to, to Romo. I was never a Romo guy as a Cowboys fan. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. I mean, never want to see a guy get hurt. But when Romo went down in the preseason and Dak came in, I'm like, God sent. I remember when Romo signed his contract, I'm like, I'm going to be 30 before we're done with Romo. Nope. Here comes Dak Prescott, a steal in the fourth round. And stupid Jerry Jones got no respect for the guy. That's why he traded for Trey Lance, who Colin Cowherd loves. We were just talking in the uh, break about, you know, these national TV shows like the Carton Show on FS1 where Craig can just flippantly say, oh, they're playing a D3 school. No, they're not. San Jose State's D1, and they've produced an NFL quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo. you got to know that. You can't even jokingly say that they're Division Three. Rami brought up a good one from Colin Cowherd. Colin said the Angels should trade Shohei Otani for draft picks. Now, that's funny because they... <laughs> They should have traded Shohei Otani at the deadline, but you can't trade for draft picks in Major Where they League Baseball, do that at? What are you yeah, talking about, that's, bro? That's basketball. That's football. Have you ever even laid eyes on an MLB draft? They actually have made it better now. Now it's a part of the whole All-Star festivities. Shout out to my guy Xavier Scruggs, who hosted out there. Literally, X was on my flight out to Washington. We're at baggage claim, and he dips out. And before I literally... Like, Honestly, going to Washington, I saw the Uber price to my hotel was like 75 bucks, And I'm like, nah, I'm not about to be down 70 bucks. I got flown out here for free. I'm like, where's the train? Like, I've taken a train everywhere in New York. I'll damn sure take the train out here. I took a $3 train ride about 45 minutes to an hour into the actual city to my hotel. And by the time I got to my hotel, I checked my Instagram, and X is already on scene doing draft coverage. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because MLB sent someone to pick him up. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that's great. Uh, MLB Network had a car service yeah. waiting for him. But, I mean, he's a good dude. He should have had you come in the car with him. He's the man. Um, Russ Dorsey was also on our flight, too. But I don't I don't think I had my bag yet, and I wasn't even thinking to be like, yo, where are you heading? He, he had a cab uh, or a car service take him right to T-Mobile yeah, Ballpark. Yeah, some of them, I remember I was there, I was at the network that day, and yeah. some of them were getting picked up straight from the network, taken to the airport, and then going straight to the ballpark. Man. And they got they got a car service yeah. waiting on you in the airport. That's how they get down to MLB Network. But I didn't go out with MLB Network this year. Um, I didn't go out with MLB Network last year. I paid my own way, but MLB Network hooked up tickets and, and credentials and get, got me access this past year. This past All-Star game, shout out to the Players Alliance. I hope that they show me love like that every year moving forward. Dallas, Texas, 2024, the Rangers are hosting. If anyone from the Players Alliance is listening, send your boy out there again. I'm going regardless. Don't but, you need uh, a producer out there? I think you do. 
Ah, uh, maybe. I definitely do because when I did my I did my little um like YouTube interviews with CC and Ryan Howard and Adam Jones and Edwin Jackson and Michael Bourne and uh Dave Sims and when I did those interviews, it was frantic because it's like, yo, Ken Griffey Jr.'s walking in. And of course everybody's trying to get to the you know the door because Ken Griffey Jr.'s walking in. And I am doing, like, I'm hosting, I'm on camera, I'm on the mic, I'm asking questions, but I'm also watching my equipment, but then I'm also trying to, like, politic and parlay, like Terrell Owens walked in. Um, yeah, that was a, it was a good time. I hope to be you with ever, the Players Alliance again for 2024. They flew me out, they took care of my tickets and my hotel room and all of that this year. They reached out to WFAN and, and pulled me in. So, hopefully they do that again next year. I'm going regardless. I've been to the last three All-Star Games. It's becoming like a tradition for me is becoming like a family thing too I, I plan on bringing my son uh in 2024 you ever been to the super bowl city no other than i mean obviously it was here one day i dream of being on radio row you know one day i dream of being uh one of those guys that gets to go to the super bowl and interview like i see some people out there that i'm just like these people don't got it man some people got it some people don't i'm like these people do not have it but they're with uh you know usa today or sports illustrated or somewhere and they get to be in the media scrum uh, for, you know, Media Day and then uh, Radio Row. I know we sent Boomer yeah, we and s- Geo. They'll send Boomer and Geo. I think I think the Super Bowl's, I know the Super Bowl's it's on CBS Vegas. this year. Yeah, and it's on CBS. So Boomer will be out there anyway, so they'll probably send Geo. If they need any extra hands, I'm sure we'd both be willing to go. Yeah, but it Vegas ain't that easy, bro. You got to, like, <laughs> the thing is, you got to put in so much time and... Like, someone has to want you there. Someone has to want to send you there, like, because it's a budget, and it's got to be worth them sending. So, like, that's why I'm always working on my stuff. Honestly, I've slowed down on my social media because, like I said, I, like, I'm I'm literally uh, daddy daycare during the day. I'm taking care of my son. I don't have the time to edit videos or post as much as I used to. But all that stuff helps to add to your value as a media member, as a host, as a personality um, so when they do look, it's like, oh, Keith McPherson's got X amount of followers and, and posts this content and this and that. I got to get back to it, and I will. I dream of being at Media Day asking questions and being in the radio row. I've done it at the All-Star Game. I've gone to the Media um, Day at the All-Star Game, which is fun, and I've been on the, you know, on the field and all that stuff. So I'm working, man. I'm working. I'm, I'm putting in the time, and I don't have that much time. I got to take these last four calls. Uh, I said we're going to go in the order of Edgar, Joe, and Philip. Let's go in that order, starting with Edgar in the Bronx. What's up? So, hey, Keith, how you doing? Good, uh, good. Just Before I make my point about the Yankees, just want to say about the Flintstones, which is my favorite cartoon. Just want to let you know, did you know the, the Flintstones was the first cartoon to air on primetime? And it was really actually meant for adults. That's why Hannah Barbara wanted to, when he was pitching the Flintstones back in the day, and this was according to my dad, that ABC and NBC would not take that because it was too risque, quote-unquote, and then CBS, <laughs> they took it, and then the Flintstones blew up. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I didn't know that it was a primetime television show coming yeah. on at night. I just remember yeah. watching it as a little kid and falling asleep to, like, Cartoon Network Yeah, at my grandma's house, like... Yeah, I love Boomerang. I I love Boomerang. Yeah, Boomerang. All the time. I don't yeah, think exactly. I get Boomerang anymore, but I I need to inquire about that. Well, well, does Boomerang has a, a Boomerang? They have too. their own app. Do they have a does Cartoon uh, Network have its own streaming? I would love to like. I would love well, to tap back do. into some of those they old do, shows. They have um the Boomerang channel, and they have the Boomerang Two channel. 
So if you have the Boomerang 2 channel, that's where you can catch the Flintstones, the, the Herculoids, all the classic. Underdog you know, and uh, yes, the Jetsons. Yes, races. Yes, droopy dog. You know, but it's a <laughs> Boomerang 2. That's the thing. You have to, so you have to get like. Get now I know what I'm going to be doing at night when I can't sleep till 4 or 5 in the morning. I'm about <laughs> to be watching old cartoons. <laughs> Listen, I'm a cartoon fanatic. I love cartoons. I grew up on... Me too. I used to watch Space Ghost. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else used to be on Cartoon Network back in the day. And then even um, Adult Chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Or Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Robot Chicken. Robot Chicken, chicken, yes. yes. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yes, it was on Toonami. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, bro. I used to spend way too much time just insomniac. Yeah, watching those and, shows, and it's funny because on Boomerang Two now they just they just got the rights to the old Voltron cartoon. Oh and yeah, they show, they're, yeah they're showing yeah they're showing the the that only Voltron, the, um, Gundam Wing, um, Gundam Wing. Yeah, that was part of that. Robotech. Remember, bro? I don't know if you could go back to the seventies on that one. I could go Robotech. No, that was the. That was the that was uh, not the familiar with that one. That was the first miss. I'm like, I don't know. No, that was the first Japanese anime to air in the United States. Was Robotech? You know. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm not familiar. So, I gotta look that up too. Now, yeah, Robotech. You'll know if you if you like sci-fi cartoons like Voltron and Transformers, you, uh, you'll enjoy Robotech. But uh, just to get to a uh, quick Yankee point, uh, I just want to know your opinion on this. We all heard the, the by, 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 by all this stuff about cash for the Yankees. I just want this. Let's just get rid of you know how. Starburst is just get rid of the scouting department, get rid of the analytics department, hire new people there, and hire new people in the, in the farm system. Because you know, I hear, you know, I read all these reports how the farm system is ranked between 27th and 17th in the league, and I'm like, why don't the Yankees just do that and sacrifice like that? You know, that lose that win. Not saying like let's have losing season, take like the Orioles did for all these past years before they got good again, but just do that and let's stay competitive and just. So we can bring back the days of the late 90s and 2000s because right now what's going on right now is not working, as we all know. So I just want to see how you feel about that. And thanks thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Edgar. I don't know. I I think they should clean house. But the the problem with the Yankees is they're hella arrogant, right? Like, they need to go poach from other successful organizations in baseball, but they think they're better than everybody. They should go take from the Braves. They should go take from the Astros. They should go take from the Dodgers. They should go take from the Rays. But they thumb their nose at the rest of the league. The PR, the head of PR for Major League Baseball was Jeff Heckelman when I was in the MLB fan cave. And he told me, Keith, there are 29 teams and the New York Yankees. And that applied to so many things that year. I'm like, hey, the Yankees... The Yankees haven't sent me anything as their cave dweller being in the fan cave representing the New York Yankees. Like four or five of the other dwellers. The Marlins sent a care package. The White Sox sent a care package. The Dodgers sent a care package to 692 Broadway in New York to say, hey, thanks for representing us in a fan cave. The Yankees haven't reached out. Keith, there's 29 teams and the New York Yankees. They beat to their own drum. They they do their own things. They're, they're better than the rest of the league. So they're not going to fire... They're, you know, that's another thing. They they run like a small mom and pop business. They don't run like this big global organization that they are. You know, they have people that have been working for the Yankees in the same spots and positions for like 30, 40 years, bro. So, yeah, sure. Like, that's a great idea. Clean house. Fire the analytics department. 
fire the scouting. Sorry, Damon Oppenheimer, you got to give up your spot. And well, It's just not going to happen. They see this year as one down year. They don't see this as a year that they had coming. They don't see this as a year that the pile of mistakes that Cashman made led to this. They see this as, oh, that's baseball, Susan. We had injuries. Blame it on the wall in Dodger Stadium. We'll be back next year. I'm not so sure of that, but all I can do is hope, hope, hope we. Joe's in Brooklyn on the fan. What's up, Joe? Psst, Joe, go. All right, let's put Joe on hold. Philip is ready to go, and Jamaica Queens back on the fan. What's up, Philip? Oh, thanks for taking my call. Always a pleasure to talk to you in sports. And by the way, uh, I always take care of little kids. I'm a teacher, and I teach first grade. Oh, commend you for that. I could never. So congrats. Like, I I like my kid. I like taking care of my kid. I have, like, an attachment to him. But I I ain't never really wanted to be around nobody else's little kid. So that's a tough job. I I had a tough uh, situation. I want to get to a Yankee point. But uh, one time, uh, a little boy goes to me. I have have bathrooms. He peed on on your leg, and he told you it was raining. That's crazy. No, it was even worse. He goes to me, I have to use the bathroom. I thought, use the bathroom. Okay. He's like, he looks at me and he's just standing there. And I said, you have to use the bathroom. He didn't know how to use the bathroom. And I'm a, I'm a man. And, you know, the man. Oh, man, I'm 40. Yeah, exactly. So, so I couldn't teach him how to use the bathroom. So I used my smarts because I know the situation. So I got the teacher next door. Miss Muzad, and I said, because it's a woman, they would understand it more. So she helped me take care of that situation. I watched her class, and she took care of it. Yeah, and that's just a, that's a regular day at work for you. <laughs> exactly. I commend you. God bless you. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a wonderful feeling. But I want to get to the Yankees' point. I, I was watching the Yankee game today, and um, I don't know if you, uh, if you saw this. In the sixth inning, Aaron Judge was on the plate. And he fouled the ball off. I saw and it. it went, it went in his foot. And, and he I grimaced. Said, and, I, and, yeah. and, and in my head, I know the season is yeah. over, and I know these games don't matter. I'm like, see, that's what I don't need to see. That's what I don't want to see. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm saying to myself, you call it up to minor leagues. I get it. They put a lot of money in, in, in our judge. Okay, but it's like, like, let's say you're getting... They're not going to shut him down. And, and I had that conversation, and I haven't brought it back up. I think like two or three weeks ago, I, I talked about shutting Judge down. What's the use? He's the captain right. of the team. He's the face of the franchise. You notice he debuted those pink cleats, and he hasn't worn them again since? <laughs> uh, they're not shutting him down. He's going to lead. He's going to try and, you know, chase down the, 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 the second place uh, for AL home runs. And he's going to try and win games and compete, and he's going to be there for the fans these next 29 games. And, yeah, like you, you saw him foul that ball off his foot, and you you froze for a second, and you saw him grimace, and you kind of thought, what's it worth? Why are we doing this? What if that aggravates that injury? What if that bruises his toe? What if that, like, like what are we putting this $360 million player in harm's way for when these games mean nothing? But... The Yankees know better than us, and like I said, Judge, Judge, they they won't let Judge, Judge won't let them shut him down. Judge is going to play out the rest of the season. Yeah, but if you're thinking the best for Judge and the investment, rest him. But he's still playing in right field, so like yeah, I, exactly. I guess he's fine. 
we're coming up on Labor Day, which will make it three months since the injury. I guess he's not hurt. Okay, I hope not. I hope not, too, because, like, well, I don't want to hear in the offseason, oh, well, we, we took a look at Judge, and actually, like, he's not moving so well, and he's not the same player he once was. Yeah, because you rolled him out there from late July through late September for meaningless games, and now he can't run the same. Now he's got pain. We saw DJ LeMayu was hampered by that toe. It seems like now he's all right, but that lingered for like a year and a half. Exactly. That, it's and, uh, it's and your if- base. It's your toe. It, it, especially in baseball, you're in the batter's box. You're the the weight distribute. Like, how much do we talk about guys and their toe tap and and that step or their back foot and the base and the power and the torque that comes from them turning on that toe? I don't know. I don't know anything. Watching the Yankees, I don't know a a damn thing. Exactly. But if you call it up two minor leaguers, then why not rest Judge? Start resting him more, but they just, I don't know. They're not, like, play him at home, but rest him in these road games. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't know what the motive is, but they're in an identity crisis. They don't know which way is right and which way is left. They're looking at, They're looking up to the sky and telling us the sky is red when we know the sky is blue. They are confused. Exactly. I hope they don't regret the decision. No, me too. But we're watching every day, and it's like watching a, a car crash about to happen when you see Judge running. Um, or when you see Judge foul a ball off his toe, it's like, ah, I'd rather not see that. With a guy that they owe $320 million to over the next eight years, he's 31. Exactly. And you know the exact play on that. I watched the games, unfortunately. <laughs> They're painful to watch. At least they were able to win these games and beat the Tigers. I had a little bit better time watching the game, but I still can't, like, watch the game straight on anymore like I used to sit there and watch every pitch I could tell you every single pitch the guy threw in an at bat I could tell you what happened on every uh you know 01 1 and 1 like I you know now I'm not doing that now I'm like uh I'm I'm going to get a lift in while I'm watching the game I'm talking to my wife on the side I'm on my phone I'm scrolling through Instagram I'm I'm cleaning the dishes the game is on but I I 100% saw that play with Aaron Judge Philip thank you for the call and the uh Story about the the kid that pissed on your leg and told you it was raining. Vinny's in Bronxville on the fan. What's up, Vinny? You got it. Last call of the night. Hey, Keith. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm just listening to you and how, you know, you talk about the Yankees. You go listen to other organizations and get some tennis from them. And then he mentioned the Braves. I don't know. In the, in the, in the Cox era, Bobby Cox era, they went to like, they won like, what, 10 pennants with him or whatever? How many chances did they win one? That's just one point I want to bring across, but the most important point I want to bring to you is about how you say about a care package. I don't know, maybe they did you wrong there, but I know straight from how good the organization is with giving back. Hideki Matsui, I coached Park Chester uh, baseball for seven days because I get him before he go to high school. And that guy, remember him? Hideki Matsui, of course. Yes, he's the king of you know, Japan, whatever. That guy is not with the organization anymore. In his own way. He gives us cleats, tickets to the games. Just an awesome guy. So the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees. And, and that's man. that comes from George. And shout out to my guy Nate, Ray Negron. He said, you know, George made right. it so like we're the Yankees. We're supposed to take care of our community and give back because we're so fortunate. That that has nothing to do with 
with what I'm saying. Thank you for the call, Vinny. And I'll clear that up. What I'm saying, and I understand the Yankees, bomb, 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 27 time championships in the history and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like the Yankees organization is better than other organizations outside of baseball. But as far as getting better at the game, as far as competing with the other teams in the league, this happens in every sport. Look at the New York Giants. Right? Why'd they get Boogie Basham? You guys, if you listened to WFAN earlier, they played the clip twice. Boogie Basham talked about Joe Shane helping draft him when he was a scout with the Bills. He said, this guy is the reason I was drafted in Buffalo. So when I heard I got traded to the Giants, I wasn't surprised at all. I'm reuniting with the guy that had faith in me. The Giants looked at the Buffalo Bills, who the Giants won more Super Bowls than the Buffalo Bills in recent time. In general history, the Giants have been better than the Buffalo Bills, but recently the Buffalo Bills have had success. So you start to peel back the layers of why they've had success. Is it Josh Allen? Is it uh, Ed Oliver? Is it Stephon Diggs? Is it uh, Tredavious White? No, you start looking at the guys that are behind the scenes drafting and scouting and coaching. And so when the New York Giants didn't want to move on from Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman, but they knew they absolutely had to, what did they do? They went from New York, and they looked to West New York, and they poached Brian Dable and Joe Shane. And look at what they did in a matter of two years, and they're not done. It seems like they're never done. Isaiah Simmons, they're going to keep adding to the team. The, the New York Yankees can go take smart executives, scouts, brains, from other organizations that have been doing well in Major League Baseball and add them to the mix. But then they have to answer to Brian Cashman, and maybe Brian Cashman doesn't want to answer to any of them. Simple as that. C-Max coming up next. And I believe this might be C-Max's last show of the week. And I enjoy listening to C-Max. I honestly think the afternoon show misses him dearly, his presence. So keep it locked right here. You're listening to the fan. K-Mac, I'm out, but C-Max coming up next. Bye. Sports Radio 1019 FM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.